When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest tonight certainly needs no introduction. Please welcome back to the Ed Sullivan Theater, Mr. David Letterman. Stephen, control your people. This, I, think, I will I think, say, this yes. is the most enthusiastic audience I have been near since the night I announced I was quitting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that was great. Thank you very much. Welcome back, Dave. It's good to see you. Okay. It's, uh... It's a delight to be back, and let me just share with you a couple of observations I've had since I've been in this facility. Yes, sir. It's like a mall. It's unbelievable. It's, it's like Rodeo Drive. We've, 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 we've fixed oh, it up a bit. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is television of the future. Dave, what, do you, what do you think of what we did to the place? I think it's delightful. It's, and, and I was in the uh, dressing room. And by the way, the dressing room is nicer than the nicest hotel I've ever stayed in in my life. <laughs> I'll be here through Christmas. <laughs> yes, they have snacks in the dressing room. And a menu. <laughs> a menu in the dressing room, ladies and gentlemen. Well, sure. Yes. That's and... only for you, though, Dave. We don't do that for everybody. Oh, I know you're fibbing now. Uh, and I understand beginning tomorrow, the audience gets some. <laughs> Sorry. I, ha I have thought long and hard about the difference between your operation uh, and my operation. I was, by the way, it's, it's so funny. It, generationally, mm -hmm. people have certain memories, certain thoughts, certain awareness. So I came to the show this afternoon, and people were saying, yes, may I help you? And I, I said, I'm Ed Sullivan. 
got me right in. Sure, yeah. By the way, congratulations on the great success you and your staff have had. Oh, thank you very much, Dave. <clears throat> thank you very much. Uh, it's, uh, it must be very, very gratifying, and as uh, a handful of people recognize, it's not easy, uh, but you make it look very easy. So congratulations again to you and the entire staff. Thank you. I will... I will pass that on to the entire staff, but you and I both know it's really the host. No, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying they're not disgruntled. I'm just saying pass it along. Now, you were kind enough to let me come talk to you about a week and a half before you uh, stopped being the host of Late Show. And we met up in your office, and I asked you a whole bunch of questions about doing this job. And one of the last things I asked you is, is there anything that you wish you had done that, that you didn't do while you were here? And you said, yes, I would like to have tried the desk on the other side of the stage. Oh, is that right? You said that because you used to be up against the proscenium, which is behind those stairs over there right. for people who don't remember. Your desk was up against there. And sometimes I'll walk over there and the walls begin to bleed. <laughs> but when... But you said you wanted to try it over here because right. <clears throat> uh, Johnny had his desk on this side of That's the right. stage. That's right. Johnny's configuration was exactly as yours is. And I, and I think, you know, thinking about it, who gives a good damn? Well, <laughs> we, uh, we have to take a quick break, but don't go nowhere. We'll be right back with more Mr. David Letterman, everybody. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Mr. David Letterman, everybody. Yeah. You know him. Now, I understand, Dave. I understand that you've got a few announcements you'd like to make. I have some announcements. And, and by the way, thank you for the, uh, for the time. Um, first of all, uh, today is my wife's birthday. And uh, I think nothing is more precious in a marriage than a TV greeting on your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, honey. Don't wait up. Yeah, don't wait, don't wait up. <laughs> yeah, that's it for the announcements. If I think of any, I'll come, I'll come back to them. But that's all I got so far. It's a strange job that a lot of people don't understand. As you said, like, the very few people have had these kind of jobs. And I'm lucky enough to have my friend John Stewart to talk about this weird job with, and my friends in Strike Force Five. And I've actually, in my dotage, I've become friends with Mr. Dick Cavett, which has been fun to hear him tell stories about, like young Johnny Carson and Jack Parr and stuff like that. Was there anybody for you when 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 you were in the chair that you were you could do that with? Somebody you could call and just talk about? It? Could you call Johnny? No. But no, but I had such great respect for these guys. Uh, Johnny uh, is, was the Mount Olympus. You didn't just call Johnny and say, hey, Johnny, how's it going? What do you think? Should I do this? And what color shoes? What about, what about the color socks? Are they going to be all right, Johnny? You know, I, so no, I was pretty much alone. I was orphaned in the talk show world. 
Well, uh, I don't appreciate the sarcasm. So we tonight for us, this is show 1,431, which is nothing. <laughs> nothing for you. You you did of uh, ju- uh, just of late show alone, you did over 4,000 shows here, and I'm I'm just curious, what <laughs> they called you? They called you the Iron Man the of Iron late Man, night. That's didn't right. They? Yeah, and they were all damn good. What, what do you miss about it after all those 4,000 shows? What do you miss most about doing, a sh- if there is anything? Oh, I, I miss everything. I mean, mostly it's fun. And uh, very few things in life provide one the opportunity. And I can't speak for you or to you on this topic, but for me, if you muck one up, 24 hours later, you get to try again. And that's, that's a pretty good device. Uh, we call it Kleenex in the box. There's always another one in the box. Yes, exactly so. So that that was great. That made it more and more fun. And then when you do something that you're really proud of, you think, by God, let's do that again. And six, seven years later, you have that experience once more. <laughs> uh, you know, the day before I went on the air, Morty, your old uh, producer, called me, and, and I had worked on something else, and he goes, Stephen, it, it's... No, you said something else. What did you work with him on? I worked with him on a pilot that never got made with Barry Levinson and Tom Fontana. Oh, Barry, Barry Levinson. Yeah. Very good, yeah. So the three of them were doing something together. I worked for Panamort, Morty's company. And, mm-hmm. and he called me up the day before I went on the air, and he goes, hey, Stephen, it's, it's Morty. I said, hey, Morty. He goes, listen, I just want you to keep in mind, uh, it's going to be great. Uh, just keep in mind, no matter how it goes, it's never as bad as it felt. It always plays better in the box. Yeah. And I said, and he goes, it's never as bad as it felt. It's also never as good as it felt. Right, that's right. <laughs> and keep in mind, there's another one tomorrow. Yeah. So that was his advice. The, the, the home screen is a great equalizer, honestly, because you, I don't know about you, I couldn't leave the building until it was dark and really, really dark. I'd be so embarrassed. But I remember when you came up, <clears throat> when you came up to the uh, office and we visited, yeah. Yeah. and this man... Seemingly fine, well-adjusted, nice guy. He says to me, and this is the only thing I remember from that evening, two things. I showed him how to operate the, uh, the freight elevator. Because it's a brass-handled old oh, freight elevator. Oh, anybody Fantastic. get a chance to drive a freight elevator, take it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's just great fun, and the sense of power is amazing and overwhelming. <laughs> and and uh, you just tell people, and they think, no, I don't drive. Well, I know how to drive a freight elevator. <laughs> so we did that. We went up and down about nine times. Uh, and then he says to me, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but I think the memory of this is pretty vivid. He says, um, do you have in this building, uh, like a hidey hole? <laughs> and, you know, I, uh, hadn't heard hidey hole <laughs> forever. <laughs> and I said, well, and I'm thinking, what kind of show is the guy going to do? <laughs> I asked that, if there was a place that, I could that hide from. He needs from a my, place to hide. Could I, it was someplace I could hide from my producers. <laughs> do, you said yes, I do, and it's great because it's where, close where enough to it? the. I'm not going to tell you because then my producers will know. Well, give me. <laughs> give and me you a, said it's actually it's great because it's close enough to where the producers are that you can hear them calling for you and they won't know where you are, and 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 they've never found me. But here the secret might be, they're not looking. They may not care if I show up again. Yeah, but see, my problem was I couldn't hide from anybody, and it shortened my life. Um, <laughs> but, but give me a hint. Is it in this level of the theater? Yes. 
Because this is where you want to hide from. Is it under your desk? <clears throat> no, that's where Jon Stewart lives, down there. <laughs> We're going to take another break here, but don't go nowhere. It's Letterman. More when we come back. Late Show Pond Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Hey, everybody, it's David Letterman. You and your wife are empty nesters now as your boy Harry is off to college. What is that like for you? Everybody goes through it. It's part of life, isn't it? And you can't imagine it. You're bringing them home from the hospital, and the next day you're taking them to college. It's it's crazy, and people would tell me that, and you would think, yeah, okay. But then, and you too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, three times now. Did it just crush you? Every time. Yeah. Every time. But the blink of an eye, that part is accurate. That part is sunrise, sunset, exactly. You can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. don't have children. It's not worth it. I think so. Because they leave. They don't care. They don't we, care. Uh, when, when Harry left a year ago, he's a sophomore now, uh, when, when he left, um, we decided we would do one of two things. My wife and I had a console about this. Uh, one, we would either uh, have another child. <laughs> or, or get a divorce. The paperwork, honestly, is about the same either way, so we're kind of stuck. But we do, I don't know, uh, my wife and I uh, run a lot of errands, uh, or, or we talk... <laughs> or, that is so familiar. Or we talk we about... we go for walks. Or we talk about running errands, you know. We make a lot of lists. Well, yeah, we're running low on Brussels sprouts. Should we swing by and pick some up? Get in the car. Oh, my God. Um... Oh, my goodness. Travel? Travel? Yeah, we've, we've done some traveling. But I have just found, and I think it's me more than the world, because for a long time I assumed it was the world. And now I think it's me. Uh, I went into CVS. You know, I spent a lot of time Googling symptoms. Anybody? Uh-huh. It's awful, isn't it? Yes. So I go over to CVS to pick up the salve. And... <laughs> So, at CVS, you line up. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, you have your thing. You're going to turn it into the uh, pharmacist. Uh, and so the guy in front of me is called up to the desk, and he, he hands him his prescription. And I'm just standing there waiting to be called up. And I see the pharmacist disappear, and he comes back with a plastic rod about this long, <laughs> a, a yellow plastic rod. And, and you know, I, for, for 30 years, I was doing a TV show. I don't know much about what's going on. So then the guy thanks him, and the guy leaves, and now I go up to the desk, and all I can think about, I say to the guy, it's none of my business, but what, I, I, the guy hands you a prescription, and you give him a plastic rod, and he says, yeah, yeah. And I said, what, can you tell me what the issue is there? <laughs> and he says, yeah, yeah, go into the bathroom. <laughs> and I thought, holy, go into the bathroom. <laughs> he says, yeah, yeah. 
That's where we keep the key to the men's room. <laughs> I don't... It's just nuts, right? One of the great things about these jobs... One of the great things about these jobs is to share the stage with these artists well, who are let, over here. Thank you very much. That was so invigorating to hear that music from Paul again. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, be, be, I don't, but I just wanted to say one thing. I just want to say a quick hi to uh, Dana Carvey. That's all. That's all. I would like to do the same. Yeah. He, uh, I like he and I have the heart surgery in common. Mm -hmm. And whenever he would be on the show, I always felt uh, great empathy and sympathy back and forth because of that. And just hi to Dana Carvey. That's all. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dan is a wonderful man. Gave me my first job in network television. Yep, I was reminded yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. We have to cut here for just one second to a commercial. We'll be right back with more David Letterman, everybody. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's David Letterman, everybody. Now, The National are going to be out here in just a moment to perform. You're great fans of The National. Are any other particular performances stick out to you? Because I used to have the album, still do, actually, the CD live on Letterman. What, what stands out to you as some of the great musical performances? Well, well you, uh, it's very kind of you to cite this because it was one of the great parts of the show, and the, the people who booked these acts were great producers and in touch with a, lot, a wide variety of music, and it was a tremendous gift. And when you don't have that in your life every night, you really, really miss it. So it was great to hear you guys again, and thank you very much again. Uh, okay. But the, uh, I was thinking about this. Uh, there's uh, the Green Day. Whenever Green Day would be on, I was frightened by the drummer. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because whenever they would finish, he would, he would charge the desk and, and lunge at me. To, to the point where I, I, I assumed he was kidding around, or perhaps he actually wanted to hurt me. But <laughs> looking back at that now, I just said, wow, what a great experience that was. Uh, but let me tell you about the, uh, the, the National here. Can I talk about this? Uh, Please do. The, Are we uh, good? Over there? Hold on, let me check with yeah. you guys. We're good so, on time. So uh, uh, th this is the second time in my life that this is happening here tonight. Yeah. And uh, I'm thrilled about both occurrences. Uh, the, when we were talking about being on the program, the question came up, what about, what about music? And I, we were talking about names, and I said, what about the National? Because I had uh, spent some time with them recently and had been to a show recently and, and just really kind of fallen in love uh, with th their music. It's tremendous. And, and so uh, they're on tour. Oh, okay, too bad they're on tour. So uh, somebody said, well, let me, let me check and got in touch. You know what? They, they're going to leave the tour and come and be on the show. Uh, yeah. 
Because for a band, TV money is really more interesting. <laughs> Uh, so I was really, really touched by that. So uh, they did uh, two shows in Mumbai last night, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't hold it together. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they're here, uh, and and this happened, and I'm so pleased. This happened one other time with Foo Fighters. So tip of the hat to Foo Fighters. When I came back from the surgery, they were. Uh, doing uh, a concert in South America someplace. And again, they went way, way, way out of their way to come and be on that show. So uh, those two groups, uh, I, I'll love them forever. So, th and thank you for, yeah, it's good. You're welcome. That and the menu in the dressing room. Those are the two ah. things that we did for you there. Before we go, David, D David Letterman, before we go, um, I have here the last time I was on your show, which is right after it was announced that I'd be taking what, over the chair here. What year, what year was that? What uh, was that? Uh, 2014. I took over 15, but in 14 is when this was announced, in the spring of 2014. Here's a selfie you and I, you and I took that night. And there you go. And I thought, and I thought, since you and I look essentially the same now, wow, we could uh, we could try to recreate that. How you know, would you? That's that's not a bad picture of both of us, I guess. No. I don't know. So I was hoping, I was hoping we could reproduce this. Oh, oh, yeah, this is great because I was going to ask you if I could have my picture taken at the desk. Do you mind? Come on, let's do it. It's very generous of you. Thank you, Stephen. Have a seat, Dave. Have a seat. Uh... Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. So what do you, what do you think of? <laughs> Is that... I got a question for you because, again, very few people, very few people know what it's like to host one of these things. Yeah. And what do you think of my supplies? Is that anything like what you had over there, down there? What, all this weed? <laughs> all, right, uh, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. By Ready? The, by the way, in my day, I never would have let this happen. I'm sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, sneak on back here. Because you do this because my son doesn't believe I had a show. <laughs> all right. All right, come over back here, friendo. Okay, ready? Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is the next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. New CBS Sunday. 
You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.